Wood's big list was so fun today. I wish we could have gone on doing that for three hours. I think we could have probably gone about three hours. Also, we had Natalie join us with a very sticky situation Ooh. she's got going on with her family and the possible... Just- and would you rub someone's belly who wasn't a stranger but also wasn't your spouse or a child? Yes. Why do you hurt me? <laughs> that We got into that, too. Uh, wild scene today on the show, but you hear it all right now on the podcast. We are doing Woods Big List, and today we want to know... What is the best beer? So got- I want to know when, you know, think of... When, where, how? Right. Now, I have a perfect one for you. Yeah. Because I don't drink, right? No, you don't. So it's hard for me to kind of figure this out and kind of weigh in, but in my experiences with you... Yes. One of the happiest times I ever saw you get a drink... Yes. At the airport. Oh, I love airport <laughs> beer so much. It was like 9 a.m. and Kelly's like, yeah, is it is it weird? I'm like, hey, man, we're weird. And boom, there went Kelly. Just oh, man. Downshifting up to the bar. And that bartender, by the way, you weren't the first one. No, I wasn't. Because everybody who drinks knows that airport beer is the best beer, even though they're like $35 a beer. Because time doesn't matter here, right? It doesn't. It the only time that matters exist. is your flight. So you might as well belly up and have a couple. Right. What about you? When you're grilling. Yes. Oh, yeah. Lori texted that in as well. That is a phenomenal idea. I love it. I texted it in as well, yes. Now, I was about to say, do you pour a little bit on your food? It depends. Depends what I'm making or what I'm grilling. Yeah. All right. Not me. It all goes in the gullet. (laughs) I'm not wasting it on food. (laughs) No. Awesome. Thank you so much for the call this morning. Uh, Other people texting in. I I knew this was going to be a very popular one. Hockey game. Cindy texted that one in. Uh, Chelsea just texted that one. Also, baseball game. Like when you go to a, like a sporting event. Yeah. Now, yes, they're $13. Right. And it's probably a little more watered down than norm. They're a little pricey. But you know what? That's an absolutely good one. Uh, how about this one from Eric says sneaking one in at lunch beer. Oh, man. See, I don't like that because then I got to go like sober up. And then I get tired. Really? And, and cranky. Yeah. Well, those times we've gone out as a you know a group or anything like that, we've gone. That's, we've had fun. That's true. So but sometimes, that on there. sometimes I go home and keep the party going without you guys. There we go. Uh, other people say, how about tailgate beers? Yes. That yes. makes a ton of sense. I don't even like sports and I like tailgate beers. Uh, a lot of people, very popular one, like Alvin texted this one in. Other people as well. How about sitting by the fire beer? Yep. When you're out there and it's just a little chilly out, you got your sweatshirt on, that's a pretty good Co-sign. beer. Co-sign. Especially if it's like an Oktoberfest beer. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Well, that's just fancy right that there. That sure is one. Uh, Rachel, she had a good one. She texted in. Uh, I, I don't care when. How about just a free beer? That's good. <laughs> free beers are good. <laughs> you ladies tomorrow. have it lucky on that one. A lot of people texted this one in as well. Like Callie texted this one in. First beer on vacation. I wanted to say that, but I knew it was going to get a lot. <laughs> When you're when you're by the lake, or say you just put the boat in the water, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is getting me too too worked up. Are you walk into the hotel room, you know, yes. you drop the bags, and you're like, eh. when we were in Fergus Falls last time, cracking that beer when everybody was like settled in. Oh, that was a great beer, uh, Elizabeth. I, I think I may need a little more clarification on this. I think we're talking on the back end. She just texted in first beer after pregnancy. I think we mean when it's all done, not like when you find out. <laughs> Let's celebrate. Crush. <laughs> but hey, you know. Hey. Boy, I bet, I bet after pregnancy, that first beer you have probably gives you an insane buzz. Oh, where you've been dry for 10 months? Yeah. And now you, you throw a little alcohol in the old heart? And you let it go loose? Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised that Levi said tractor beers. 
I bet that's a fun one. What does that mean? I don't know. You're probably, is that legal? Wait, should I not put his business out there? <laughs> Did I just violate the farmer's code? Oh, these lines are all crooked. <laughs> What'd you plant this year? I don't know. He pulled the beets too early. We'll find out in the summer. Yes. All right, we got, let's keep these calls and texts coming, man. I love this one. <laughs> 320-656-9453 is the phone number. What about you? My favorite time to have a beer is definitely that, like, sent the final email, closed the laptop for the weekend or for however long the break is, and, like, you know that you don't have any responsibilities for the next couple of days, and you can just sit back and enjoy it. That first that first weekend beer, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's making my mouth water just thinking about it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Thank you so much for the call this morning. Uh, by the way, Elizabeth texted right back in to clarify, yes, when the baby is out. Okay. All right, fair we enough. Figured, but it's always nice to get that out there. That's right. Let's keep the calls and texts coming. 320-656-9453. Woods Big List. When is, what is the best beer? Wake up. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. And we are doing Wood's Big List this morning. And Wood, what do you want to know? I want to know, when is the best beer? 320-656-9453 is the phone number. We got to get to some of these calls and texts, man. They're coming in fast and furious. All right. Hello. Kelly. What's up? I got the best one. Sitting in the boat fishing. There you go. Man, you said it. I'm surprised it took us that long to get to a boat beer. Right. For Kelly Jordan. Anytime you're on the water and you can have a beer, and it's even better when you're in somebody else's boat, and you can just sit there and listen to music and crack a beer on the water. Oh, my gosh. Be the Gilligan, not the skipper, if you will. That's right. All right. Exactly. There ain't nothing better than fishing and having beer. What about ice fishing? Is ice fishing (laughs) fun for having beer? Oh, God, you get drunk and you just sleep in the house. <laughs> I was about to say, how could you ice fish without beer? <laughs> Why are you out there? Yeah. Because <laughs> if the fish ain't biting, you know the bottle bass are. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, man, that's a great one. Thank you for the call. Yep. I want Alvin to tell me a spending only joke. <laughs> <laughs> the bottle bass. That's a good one. Uh, Michaela, great call on this one. She texted in the first warm spring day on a patio beer. Oh, man. When you pull out all that, you know, the chairs and everything, you get it all set up. Yep. And you sit down. It's all clean. No that leaves one. on it. That one makes a lot of sense. I'm surprised we didn't get this earlier. A shower beer. I, I love a shower beer. My, my brother does, too. It's because it, because there's you're naked, which feels nice. <laughs> you're clean, which also feels nice. That's a good one. You know, it's just there's something about you're just alone, so there's no one. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we're kind of getting back to being sad. Uh, My bad. Uh, all right, I, I, more people text a ton, ton of text rolling in. I'm trying to get to a lot of these here. Uh, how about this one? A concert festival beer. Yup. That's a great call in that one. I would lo- I love this one. This one came in from uh, Amber. She says, your first beer after your finals are all done. I would imagine. I wouldn't know what that feels like. But. It is such a weight off your shoulders. You know, like, oh, thank God I don't have to worry about this class anymore. Whatever the grade's going to be, whatever the grade is. It's yeah. just kind of a release. Uh, how about this? Your first sip of a cold beer when you're eating hot wings. Oh, yeah. That is good. I like that one. This is a first-time texter here. Your first legal beer. That does feel different when you actually go to a bar and you sit down and order a beer. And you whip that idea. That feels so different. You're right. Good text on that one. I thought you'd never ask. How about, can we just go ahead and say it? Come on. How about your first illegal beer? 
I, I didn't like that. Really? I, it's so I don't. To be hundred percent honest, I'm not even a huge beer fan these days. But like all these things we're talking about are moments that I enjoy having a beer. I can see that. All so right. my first beer, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin texted this one in. Your uh, how about the pre-wedding reception Heck beer? Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, Tracy, on the flip side of that, the best beer, when your divorce is final. <laughs> That's literally the whole cycle right there. Two sides of each cone. When, uh, Jennifer, a hot tub beer. Yeah. I can imagine that. When my brother got married, we were at the church forever. And this was, I don't know, this was 25 years ago maybe. I brought a cooler full of 40s. And we sat out, me and my cousin Steven, my brother Michael, we all sat out in the parking lot and had beers, 40 ounces, before my brother Troy's wedding. And it was one of the best days of my life. 65 points right there. <laughs> the fat way, because they were 40s? Yeah. That's uh, not good. How about this one? I love this text message as well. This one came in from Brian. It says, that first beer on a night where you're going to go out with the boys and you know it's going to go down. Oh, yeah, man. That's like that uh, Luke uh, Luke Combs song, you know. Which Give one? me one beer. One, two, five, four, three, two, one, too many. Yeah. Or whatever it is. And once you had that one, you know I'm I'm wide open yeah. after that. Uh, let's see. Man, I w- we could do this all day, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, we got time constraints, though. That's true. Well, we'll look for some more if we have We got somebody sitting on hold we got to get to. What's up? What's the best beer? Somebody else's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. You mean like a. You, you mean know a, when you're like. Like when you stop over at like. Like when I go to the farm and I go to visit my parents and my dad's like, do you want a beer? And I'm like, oh, sure. And I'm yes. like, oh, my God, this beer is really good because it's, it's not my beer. It's their beer. Yeah. You stop at the neighbors, and they're like, you want a beer? And you're like, no, I better not. And they're like, oh, just one. You're like, all right, fine. Yeah. And it's like the best beer ever. You said it. That all just one is perfect right yeah. there. The hangout beer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Absolutely. The one that you weren't going to have. That's great. I like that. That's a good Thank one. you so much for the call this morning. Yeah, you bet. Have a good one. Kelly and Wood. Why should we talk to you on Monday is when someone has something going on over the weekend. That's a pretty big deal, and they're nice enough to loop us into it so we can all be a part of it. And that is why we have Natalie on the phone with us this morning. Now, Natalie is not her real name, but uh, you'll hear why in a minute while we're using a fake name. Natalie, what's going on? Why should we talk to you on Monday? Hey, guys. Good morning. Um, So I'm getting married, and uh, I know with weddings, there's a lot of things that need to get you know, organized, and it's it's a big deal. It's a big part of your life. But the kind of drama that my to-be husband's family is bringing into my life is just not what I'm signing up for. And I've been thinking about this. I, I, I might think I might call it off. <laughs> Whoa, it's gotten to that point. I'm telling you guys, I, I, I don't even want to go through the list of the <laughs> I'm sorry I'm cursing, but All it's right. just very overwhelming. It. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say you wanted to elope, which I think is always a cool thing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, calling it off seems quite drastic. Are, are you doing that because you just are, like, thinking this is a, a sign of things to come? or? Yeah, I mean, listen, like, if this is happening already and, you know, my entire, it's not even my family, it's my husband's entire family, his sisters, his cousins, everybody on that side has given me all this drama already. And then I have a friend who he keeps telling me, you know, like, this is not what you want. Look at the signs. These are all red flags for you. Open your eyes. And so I'm thinking, you know, he might be right. Now, I mean, when you marry someone, you marry the family. But yeah. I want to quickly mention something. You said your friend is telling you this is not the relationship. And then you said it's a he. 
Yes, my friend Jason. Okay. Is Jason in a relationship? He is not. How close are you with Jason? How long have you guys been friends? Well, he's one of my coworkers, and we've known each other for a very long time. And is anybody else besides <laughs> him saying that this is a bad idea? Well, he's my one of my very best friends, so like okay. it's just it's just him right now. So he's like your sounding board, and he's telling you this stinks. And yeah, okay, all right, okay. I I want to ask a question. I want to ask a question, but I'm worried it's not PC. I'll ask it. Y'all hooked up. <laughs> Once a very long time ago, but then we realized we were just good as being friends. Okay. Well, I was going to ask if he liked women, so but you <laughs> you jumped right to the chase there, uh, Wood. I wasn't expecting that. But oh yeah, yeah clearly yeah. he does. Yes, <laughs> this stinks. It does. The fact that he is, you know, the one stepping up and being like, "Hey, you don't want this," and you guys have a. How long ago was it that you guys had your relations? Alliance. Maybe like five years ago. It didn't mean anything. Does he get along with your fiance? They have never met, and I've tried to have them all hang out, and he's always just not really been about it. Uh, do you have any other friends in your life? And I don't mean that as an insult, but I'm... That I, you could bounce this off of. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean... I, feel, I don't want this to come across mean, because I don't think there is anything there for you. He, obviously, you would know it if, you, if there was. Right. But to me, when you're asking someone who in his mind, has some skin in the game of you two not getting to the altar. Yeah. To me, I would be taking any bit of advice from that person, especially when, Kelly, you know it. You're in the wedding business. Yes. People who are going through weddings, everything's elevated. Everything's stressful, and the families always make it 10 times worse. Right. So, and if you have somebody on your shoulder saying, hey, this isn't right, I don't know. To me, I think calling off a if, uh, an engagement and everything is quite drastic, especially when the advice is coming from that. Now, that's just me. Right. It's, I know this ain't am I wrong or anything like that, but this, to me, I would hit the pause button on all of that, especially if you just go storming in head first. Maybe he's just really seeing what I don't see. Oh, he's looking all right. Yeah. <laughs> and he's liking what he sees. <laughs> How close were you to just saying, I'm going to call this off this weekend? I'm like there. I'm right there. I'm about to make the jump. All right. Well, hey, think it through. That's yeah, all. I, for real. Like, if you're going to do it this weekend, wait until Sunday. Think it over. Talk to a couple other people and just kind of get some, maybe a more wide area of feedback. People that know you and weigh that. I mean, Kelly, you and I have met this caller for a couple minutes here. Yeah. Obviously, the back and forth on Facebook, but... I don't know. This seems like a lot. This seems like a big jump, but maybe to me. <laughs> so here's what but we'll do, Natalie. Getting married. getting married is a big jump, and I don't want to make a mistake. Oh, this is just... Well, there's landmines everywhere yeah, this here. Is a mess. Well, here's what we're going to do, Natalie, is we're going to call you back this same time on Monday, okay? And we're going to find out, yeah. did you call off your wedding? Did you have a change of heart? What did you do? Okay. Kelly Wood. We got your tickets to go check out Zach Bryan, and all you need to do is play a round of the prison prices, right? We got a couple people on the phone ready to play. I will be representing the texters. That's right. They will be representing themselves. Renee, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. Terry, are you there? Yes. All right. Let's do this, ladies. It's time to play the prison price is right. Now, I have some items here from the prison commissary, and we will go ahead. Now, it doesn't matter if you go too high, too low, whatever. I want the closest to said price. 
Now, we'll start off with you, Renee. Renee, you ever been to prison? No. You know anybody doing hard time? No. How about anybody doing soft time? Mm. No. All right. Well, Renee's walking that line. Is there such a thing as soft time? I, I'm, I've never been on the inside, so I can't <laughs> say yes or no. Uh, Terry. Now, Terry, you played yesterday, correct? Yes. Totally bombed it. Now, yeah. we found out you knew somebody on the inside, but that did not help you at all yesterday, correct? No, not at all. Did you call them overnight to get some some prizes on things? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay. Well, accept that collect call next time, and maybe you'll do a little better, but hey, you know what? You two are yeah. representing yourselves, Kelly Jordan. You are representing the texters. I Our sure am. First item up for bid today, I got a little sweet tooth. I want a Twinkie. One hostess Twinkie is up for bid here. And Terry, since it's your second time, I'm going to make you go first here. How much would you pay in the prison prices right for a hostess Twinkie at the prison commissary? Uh, $3.50. $3.50. Renee, you're up next. How much would you pay in the prison prices right for a hostess Twinkie? All right, Kelly Jordan, you representing the texters, texting in the word Brian right now for a chance to go see Zach Bryan tickets. How much are you paying in the prison commissary for a hostess Twinkie? Um, Let's see. You know, can I say one thing? I'm surprised. I thought when you went to prison, all you ate was like gruel. And I'm always shocked at the snacks and treats that they have in the commissary. Well, this is extra. This is for the good ones. Right. You know, when you're behaving. Not okay. <laughs> I'm going to go a little bit lower. I feel like a Twinkie would be cheap. Uh, so I'm going to say one. I'm just going to go 150. 150. All right. Kelly Jordan, you are the closest. Yeah. It's actually oh. 90 cents. Oh, Terry. Oh. Terry, at least you didn't go fifty dollars like you did yesterday. As soon as she said three fifty, I knew she was out. Well, hostess are expensive. They're the good ones. Yeah. Well, Terry, normally I'd never say this to somebody, but maybe you should stop calling in and let somebody else play, or go to jail and then play. Terry, thank you so much. You are now rooting for Kelly Jordan because you are a texter now. It is now one versus one. Kelly Jordan, you versus Renee here for a chance to go see Zach Bryan. Here we go. Our final item up for bid today. I'm still hungry, but I want some protein. A three and a half ounce can of mackerel. Ugh. Mackerel. That's going to be tough because I've never even seen that on the shelves. I, I couldn't co-sign on that. We'll start off with you, Kelly Jordan. How much would you pay in the prison prices <laughs> right for a three and a half ounce can of mackerel? Ugh. Man, I wouldn't pay anything for that. Um, I'm going to say a, a 75 cents. 75 cents. All you right. can can fish? Renee. Well, yeah, tuna. I guess you're right. My Re- bad. Renee. You I'll say a dollar. One dollar. What did yep. I say? Seventy-five cents. Yeah, seventy-five cents. Dollar. Let me do the math here. All right, Renee. You're going to see Zach Bryan because it is two dollars and thirteen cents. Yes. I'm not gonna lie to you. That still awesome. sounds horrific. <laughs> seventy-five cents was too much, but yes, you win. Prison price is right, and you are gonna go see Zach Bryan. Who are you gonna take with you? My boyfriend. There you go. 
Well, make him buy you something nicer than a Twinkie and canned <laughs> mackerel, okay? <laughs> okay. Congratulations, Renee. Thank you. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. I didn't even really realize that he was gone until I saw the story, what happened to Ronald McDonald. Thoughts and prayers. Right. Because when we were kids, Ronald McDonald was right up there with Mickey Mouse and Snoopy and Charlie Brown and everybody else. Well, you had the whole gang. You had Grimace, the Hamburglar. Right. Well, what happened What happened to uh, uh, Ronald McDonald? <laughs> Jeez. You threw me off with those other names. Well, so anyway, back in the 19... This started back in the 1990s when he was still on TV all the time. Fast food was starting to get a bad image back in the 1990s, and people started to compare Ronald McDonald to, like, Joe Camel and all these things, saying that they were using a clown to lure kids into their, into their restaurants to eat unhealthy fast food, and that it wasn't <laughs> cool to do that. To which they responded... Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's called marketing, uh, guys. Okay. Uh, what, the toy in the box over there didn't <laughs> right. clue you in? Do you know that McDonald's is the world's largest toy distributor? I did not. Did you know that? But that isn't, maybe it's just me. So anyway, in 1990s, they were trying to kind of change their image up a little bit. So they actually made Ronald McDonald look a little more, a little less clownish and just a little more human being-ish. And thought that that would kind of help out a little bit. That's frightening. Right. Well, it wasn't really working. Then, in the early 2000s, they started learning that people actually have fear of clowns. This was never brought to the forefront before. Cosine. And there's people who have an actual, legitimate, terrifying fear of clowns, just like some people are afraid of spiders or snakes or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that far, but I just don't like clowns. Right, but there's people who are terrified by clowns. Well, then... I still struggle through to go in and get that Big Mac, though. (laughs) Well, then, in 2016, I don't know if you remember this, there was a string of incidents of clowns, like, chasing people down. Yeah. In Walmart parking lots and things like that. Bunch of idiots. Well, McDonald's said, you know what? This is the perfect time for us to just get rid of Ronald McDonald and no one's going to cause a fuss because clowns have such a bad name going now. Mm. So in 2016, without so much as of any sort of fanfare, more of a whimper than a bang, Ronald McDonald ceased to exist. And does no longer exist anymore. And what a shame, because, I mean, like, there's, like, the Ronald McDonald charity house. Like, that, that still goes on. Like right. the Ron- And obviously McDonald's is still doing okay. To me, this is a bunch of people that get paid way too much money to sit around a boardroom and try to make a decision. Probably. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? I remember, I still remember this dude. In grade school, Ronald McDonald came to our school to do, like, some, you know, probably some public service, you know, look yeah. both ways before crossing the street or something like that. And I got to be in a play with Ronald McDonald. And that, I was bitten by the acting bug right then and there. I'm not even playing with you. I'm a star. I, I was up on that stage in front of my entire school, and they're all like, yeah. Now, they were applauding for Ronald McDonald, but I didn't care. There's a few applauding for you. I was catching some of the residual applause. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to be in entertainment the rest of my life. And I ended up here, so I failed at that goal. Wow. <laughs> 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 no, so that's why you don't see Ronald McDonald anymore because they were he had a bad reputation. It kept getting worse. In 2016, they saw their opportunity to jettison him entirely, and that's why he's gone for good. Now, I will say this, and I know it's not going to be a very popular sentiment. Oh, boy. Here we go. But Joe Camel was cool. Joe Camel was cool. 
The, uh, my dad smoked camels, so he always got like those little camel bucks. Yep. And he would trade it in for stuff. And I wore a t-shirt one day to like middle school. Yeah. It was a Joe Camel's t-shirt. I got sent home. <laughs> right. It was a cool t-shirt, man. A Joe Camel? I, I had friends that smoked camels like in high school. I never smoked. I tried yeah. smoking one time. I hated it. And plus my parents smoked, so I kind of hated it. That's the reason I never smoked. So yeah. I heard my dad cough. I was like, right. nope, I'm out. That morning cough was about the most mm-hmm. disgusting thing ever. So yeah, I hated smoking. So I I tried it, though, because everybody in high school was trying it. wasn't for me. I don't think it's nearly as prevalent as... As it was, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's rare, actually, when I see people smoke now. Right. Yeah. But, but that Joe Camel character was just a cool character. That was marketing genius, right there. Well, I mean, he had the sunglasses, the well, jacket. Then, then you heard that he was supposed to be kind of phallic because of the big nose, and I never thought about that. Well, they've they've come out and say, yeah, he was supposed to look like a schwanz. Well, yeah, I was that's wearing what, that on my shirt. That's what phallic means. Great. <laughs> You know, this ain't about your poor... Uh, got to, I got sent home for the Big Johnson t-shirts. That I expected, at least. <laughs> what about the party naked one? Yeah. <laughs> what, this isn't about your poor wardrobe choices. Or cool wardrobe This choices. is about what happened to Ronald McDonald, and now you know, and maybe you didn't find it interesting, and I totally, totally understand that. <laughs> I certainly did. <laughs> and that's why I bring these facts to you every single day, and if you don't like it, I don't care, because sometimes... <laughs> We got your tickets to go check out Zach Bryan, and all you need to do is play a round of the prison prices, right? We got a couple people on the phone ready to play. I will be representing the texters. That's right. They will be representing themselves. Renee, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. Terry, are you there? Yes. All right, let's do this, ladies. It's time to play The Prison Price is Right. Now, I have some items here from the prison commissary, and we will go ahead. Now, it doesn't matter if you go too high, too low, whatever. I want the closest to said price. Now, we'll start off with you, Renee. Renee, you ever been to prison? No. You know anybody doing hard time? No. How about anybody doing soft time? Mm-hmm. No. All right. Well, Renee's walking that line. Is there such a thing as soft time? I, I'm, I've never been on the inside, so I can't <laughs> say yes or no. Uh, Terry, now, Terry, you played yesterday, correct? Yes. Totally bombed it. Now, yeah. we found out you knew somebody on the inside, but that did not help you at all yesterday, correct? No, not at all. Did you call them overnight to get some, some prices on things? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay. Well, except that collect call next time, and maybe you'll do a little better, but hey. You know what? You two are representing yourselves, Kelly Jordan. You are representing the texters. I sure am. First item up for bid today. I got a little sweet tooth. I want a Twinkie. One (laughs) hostess Twinkie is up for bid here. And Terry, since it's your second time, I'm going to make you go first here. How much would you pay in the prison prices right for a hostess Twinkie at the prison commissary? Renee, you're up next. How much would you pay in the prison prices right for a hostess Twinkie? $1.75. All right, Kelly Jordan, you representing the texters, texting in the word Brian right now for a chance to go see Zach Bryan tickets. How much are you paying in the prison commissary for a hostess Twinkie? Um, Let's see. I, you know, can I say one thing? I'm surprised. I thought when you went to prison, all you ate was like gruel. And I'm always shocked at the snacks and treats that they have in the commissary. Well, this is extra. This is for the good ones. Right. You know, when you're behaving. Not okay. the whole. I'm going to go a little bit lower. I feel like a Twinkie would be cheap. Uh, so I'm going to say one 
I'm just going 150. 150. All right. Kelly Jordan, you are the closest. Yeah. It's actually oh. 90 cents. Oh, Terry. Oh. Terry, at least you didn't go fifty dollars like you did yesterday. As soon as she said three fifty, I knew she was out. Well, who's the expensive? They're the good ones. Well, Terry, normally I'd never say this to somebody, but maybe you should stop calling in and let somebody else play, or go to jail and then play. Terry, thank you so much. You are now rooting for Kelly Jordan because you are a texter now. It is now one versus one. Kelly Jordan, you versus Renee here for a chance to go see Zach Bryan. Here we go. Our final item up for mid today. I'm still hungry, but I want some protein. A three and a half ounce can of mackerel. Ugh. Mackerel. That's going to be tough because I've never even seen that on the shelves. I, I couldn't co-sign on that. We'll start off with you, Kelly Jordan. How much would you pay in the prison prices right <laughs> for a three and a half ounce can of mackerel? Ugh. Man, I wouldn't pay anything for that. Um, I'm going to say a, uh, 75 cents. 75 cents. All you right. can can fish? Renee. Well, yeah, tuna. I guess you're right. My Re- bad. Renee. You I'll say a dollar. One dollar. What did yeah. I say? Seventy-five cents. Yeah, seventy-five cents. Dollar. Let me do the math here. All right, Renee. You're going to see Zach Bryan because it is two dollars and thirteen cents. Yes. I'm not gonna lie to you. That still awesome. sounds horrific. <laughs> seventy-five cents was too much, but yes, you win. Prison price is right, and you are gonna go see Zach Bryan. Who are you gonna take with you? My boyfriend. There you go. Well, make him buy you something nicer than a Twinkie and canned mackerel, okay? <laughs> okay. Congratulations, Renee. Thank you. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the day that we tack on to the end of the podcast. Uh, we talk a little bit about me being a nacho constructor this weekend. Which I'm really looking forward to. And you getting belly rubs from your sister-in-law. <laughs> well, trying at least. <laughs> Oh, That's boy. That's not as bad as this. You're making it sound no, worse it's than it is. Ba- it's, it's, it's maybe even worse than it sounds. Watch yourself. But you'll hear it all right now in our first break of the day. We call it our bonus track. Kelly and Wood. This Friday feels a little different. I don't know, maybe because there's a chill in the air. Maybe because I know Wood's happy because football's back. Yes, sir. And if he's happy, I'm happy. I don't know what it is, man. Oh, I guess that song just cuts it out. Just like that. Uh, goes away, yeah, just okay. like that. Huh? Even though, even though my weekend that I'm looking forward to is not going to be all that fun, I take that back. Okay, there's just going to be a lot of volunteering my time this weekend. That's not fun. <laughs> I mean, it's nice. It's generous. Well, it's kind. I'm a good guy. Okay, I'm a nice guy. Mm-hmm. But tonight, I am volunteering at the concession stand at the football game where my daughter is in the marching band. Very nice. And I've been given a title that sounds pretty official. Would. Mm-hmm. Nacho construction. Oh, okay. When you were checking off what you could do for the team today, there was all kinds of different things you could do. Pretzel. Boy, I would ra- I would want something less strenuous than the nacho that. construction. I mean, that's a serious gig. You got to, I'm going to be dialed in all night. I'm going to have to be on my best behavior. Now, what nachos is it? Do we know? Is it like a taco in a bag nachos? I'm going in blind. Or is this the styrofoam tray? You get your little chips and then a little nacho cheese and like two jalapenos. It says nacho construction. Okay. So I'm thinking that I'm applying the queso. I think, I think honestly, I think you're staring down the barrel of a taco in a bag. Which is fine. Cut the top. 
Dump yep. all the stuff in. Dump it in. Fork, be on your boom. way. Which, by the way, I, haven't, I, I had my first taco in a bag like two years ago. Yeah. Phenomenal. Life-changing. You know what's really good? Are you, I don't know. Are you a fan of like breakfast foods, eggs and such? Uh, at times. Breakfast taco in a bag. That sounds terrible. No. <laughs> So taco in a bag is fine. Breakfast taco, no, that's a well, step too far. What do you far. put in there? What do you put in like sausage gravy? No, you, no, you, sausage gravy. What's the wet? When What's you, the wet in my nachos here? When have you, salsa. When have you ever seen sausage gravy in a breakfast taco? Oh, <laughs> well, now we know someone hasn't been living. Oh, please. I'm from the land of breakfast tacos. I weighed 500 pounds. I know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Just because you put sausage gravy on it doesn't mean everybody else was. Hey, trust me. I'm telling you. You try it, come back. <laughs> How can I add calories to this with no substance? Exactly. I got it. Sausage gravy. Mm, I, am I wrong? <laughs> am I wrong? I'm intrigued, actually, Thank as you. a matter of fact. But no, so nacho construction, and then tomorrow, I got the 16-hour day. The 16-hour volunteer day for my daughter's marching band. I pray. For a bomb threat? No. No, 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 no. I I don't care. I'm about to say ask. I can do it. It I call them in pretty regularly. Keeps me from getting bored and wanting to have a drink all weekend. Okay. Because the only time I drink is when I'm bored. So I'll be busy all weekend, so I won't drink all weekend, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. But I I hand to God and pray that one day my daughter looks back and be like... My dad showed up for me. I'm not going to lie to you. You just told me 16 hours at a band performance, and that won't make you bored? <laughs> no, because I'll have something to do. Maybe I'll make some friends this weekend because I'm volunteering with other. Maybe I'll meet some men this weekend. <laughs> I would be mainlining crack cocaine in the back of that place <laughs> after like an hour. And no offense to anybody in band. Like I said, my wife was a band kid. I love I love marching bands. I got to be honest with you. I really do. I love marching bands. I mean, a, a huge Buckeye fan. Right, which is, is a, aren't they the best one in the country? Uh, best damn band in the land. Okay. After all. And they are phenomenal. But no, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. And I openly admit this. What about when, you're, what about when your sweet baby Angel Murphy is in something and you have to dedicate your entire day to it? Better not be a Saturday, sweetheart. <laughs> during football season, I'll come during summer. I, you know, I got your back on that one, but not right. during football season, baby girl. If your if your daughter was in a finals of some major sporting competition, mm-hmm. and it was on a Saturday, and Ohio, the Ohio State was playing, you wouldn't go. Who are they playing? <laughs> Who's their rival? I don't know. Michigan? Uh, okay, they're playing Michigan. If they're playing Michigan, no, I'm not coming. And she would know that. She would know better. You'll set the precedent early on. Yeah, that's... I love s- you to the ends of the earth, but not more than Ohio versus Michigan. Ohio State-Michigan is different. Like, I've talked about this before on air. It's just different. No, I, I know. I mean... The only reason I know about it is because of you. Our boss is a Michigan fan, and he has not shut the hell up about that those two years. For two years, I've known him. Yeah. It's been miserable. Yeah. And whenever you guys get to talking about that, I just leave the room. Yeah, you do. God, could this be more boring? It's actually how we get rid of you. (laughs) You know what, man? Anyway, I hope I make some friends this weekend. I would love to bring something up here, too. Take you off your high horse a little bit. In... Now, I've talked about this. There was kind of a little bit of a bug going around my house, right? Mm-hmm. Everett threw up for 24 hours, and immediately Murphy started throwing up as soon as those 24 hours expired. Right. Now, yesterday... Did it get to the kid? It was kind of in the back of my mind, right? And I had a little something where all of a sudden my stomach was just not feeling right. Uh-huh. Now, I have something. I have a trick, and you may want to write this down here, that will solve an upset stomach. Yeah, let me grab my pencil here. You need to have someone else. Now, that's the key here. You cannot do it. If someone else rubs your stomach in a circular motion, okay, your stomach will feel better. 
Mm, Look, I'm not saying it's medicine. I don't know what it is. I'm just telling you right here and now. If someone will rub your counterclockwise or counterclockwise, doesn't matter. But if somebody else rubs your stomach, it will feel better. How many people are signing up for this job? Well, that was the problem yesterday. It's because Andrea was off doing something. Yeah. My kids were outside playing because it was a gorgeous day. You're going to make your kids rub your belly? Hell yeah. Oh, God. Talk about childhood trauma. What are you doing? Sorry, I'm paying the bills. Come make daddy feel better. (laughs) What do you want? So my sister-in-law is walking through the room, and I say, hey, 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 Jen, Jen, I don't feel good. Will you come rub my stomach? Oh, my gosh. You think I asked her to commit one of the most heinous crimes or activities you've ever seen? Yeah, you because you did. She recoiled in horror. Now, mind you, I'm not asking for... I'm not in the nude. She's not nude. Like, there's nothing crossing any barriers. I'm just uh, saying, can beg- you rub my stomach so I can feel better? Beg to differ, sir. You, barriers have been crossed. How dare you? That you don't... I, I would never, aside from my wife, if, if my brother's wife was like, hey, come rub my belly. To feel better, you wouldn't. Hell no, dude. That's disgusting. I, look me in the eye right here. What's up? If huh? you weren't feeling well... I'd rub your tummy. No, you wouldn't. I'd rub the hell out of your tummy. I don't like being touched, so no, you wouldn't. I, I'd throw up in your face. Dana just texted in. You're right, Wood. I make my husband do it anytime my stomach is okay. upset. Husband is the key word. She did follow up, with, but he's the only one I'd let do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody just walking by on the street. Well, I mean, that's not like a overtly dirty thing. Like right here, just one of these. Yeah, but how close does she have to get to you to do, and how, where is... Well, she's not a Kimolage one. She can't reach me from across the room. But is her body orientation to yours? She has to hover above you? Are you splayed out on the couch? Well, yeah, I'm like laying on the, you know, in my chair, and I'm like, hey, just help me out here. So she has to come stand next to you like like a nurse? Yes. Nah, dude. You went too far. I am 100% on your sister-in-law's side. That's disgusting. Uh, Sam texted in, I almost always agree with Wood, but I would never rub my brother-in-law's <laughs> belly. Sam, the cracks are starting to show. Now is, I can't believe all you people would just look inward like that. Now you're seeing your hero finally fallen. Well, just so all you non-touchers are happy, she didn't. <laughs> Good for her, man. Take a stand. And it was. And she immediately went and told my wife, who then came down and was like, why are you telling people to rub your stomach? I'm like, well, then you do it. I don't like doing that. Yeah. See? Why but, can't you rub your own? Then you know it's you know what it is. You know the feeling. And you know where you're going like sometimes okay. you know just like so you know who stepped up? Your son. <laughs> your daughter. No. The franchise. The neighbor? Murph. Oh. <laughs> she came in, little sweetheart. She's like, "Dad, you not feeling good?" I said, "My tummy's upset." And she boom, started rubbing my tummy. I'm not lying. And 5 you- minutes later, felt fine. And I hope she knows how much of a disappointment it'll be later in life when you don't even come through for her if the Ohio State and Michigan is playing on the same day. Well, that's better than tummy rubs, man. Come on. <laughs> that's, we're talking apples and oranges here, all right? <laughs> she is in for such a life of disappointment. Yeah, I would do it. Uh, Rachel takes it in. Absolutely not would. Even as a nurse, this would cross a line. <laughs> no healthcare hero here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See? You work in healthcare, Rachel. I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought this up, Wood, because finally you are seeing that you do a lot of things right. This one is wrong. I'm not gonna. I was pretty confident that I would at least get. I, I thought it'd be half and half. I think some people would be like you and my wife and my sister in law, Jen. But 
Apparently, I am a man alone. And that's fine. I will be. Even Sam, who you're his hero, says he doesn't agree with you. Well, you know. CJ, kind of weird, bro. All right. Uh, Well, you know what, guys? (laughs) You know what? I wish I could take back my tip on getting rid of upset tummies. Because one of y'all is going to have an upset tummy, and it's going to get rubbed this weekend, and then you're going to feel better, and then you'll realize. Can we do history? Fine. Is this what you feel like all the time? Meaning? <laughs> but you say something that no one else agrees with? Yes. Mm. Welcome to my life, sir. It's, it's unpleasant. It is very unpleasant. <laughs> Why do you think it hurts so much to come in here with you every day? <laughs> all right. The tears, though, they are real. Uh, 1930 wood. <laughs> I know that sound. What is that? You can't duck it. What? I can't say the rest. Uh, Duct tape? No, scotch tape. Oh. It was on this day in 1930 that scotch tape was invented. Uh, Something I love the smell of during the holidays. Scotch tape has a smell, and I absolutely love it. It makes Mm. me think of just gifts and being a kid. I never thought of that. Yeah. Oh, man, I love the smell of scotch tape during the holidays. I would have guessed it would be wrapping paper would have more of the smell. Uh, They both kind of smell. Okay. (laughs) Have you ever wrapped anything with duct tape? No, but I've wrapped things with packing tape before. Okay. Because I always seem to not be able to find the scotch tape. Yeah. Uh, my kids always make arts and crafts with it, and then I'm out of it. Yep. On this day in 1990s. I'm still mad about this tummy rub stuff. I can tell. There's a, there's not a lot of fun in the air right now. Like John texting, human contact makes me uncomfortable. Enjoy the suffering from Little Falls. <laughs> no! Mike, I'd rub your belly wood. All right, now we're back on the other side of things here. <laughs> Come on, hey, who said they would have your belly? Tell them to come on in. <laughs> By the way, let's just get this all on the record. This is not giving one carte blanche to come up and rub me. If oh, they see me yes. In public. You see wood at the grocery store? No. Come up behind him. Ah, I got you, big guy. <laughs> it's only when my stomach is upset. That's it. <laughs> and I will ask for you. Thank you. Devin said, smelling scotch tape and rubbing other people's bellies. Happy Friday. <laughs> <laughs> it was on this day, Wood, in 1996. We are going to play Blue's Clues, because that's a really great game. Yeah. You ready? Let's go. Blue's Clues premiered on Nickelodeon in 1996. For some reason, I thought it was way earlier than that, that Blue's Clues premiered for some reason. That makes sense to me. I mean, right around that year. I, I never got into it, obviously. I mean, I was older than that. My kids never got into it. Yeah, it was in that sweet spot where I wasn't into it and my kids weren't into it. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm 100% okay with it. Now, the story about that was the guy who was hosting it. Yeah. He quit doing it because he was going bald. Right. He was like, I didn't want to be like some old, bald Kid star, shave your head, dude. For real, shave like, your head and get that bag. That dude had, yeah, that dude had the gravy train with biscuit wheels. I mean, how easy was that gig? He, you're just in front of a green screen. Mm-hmm. All, what did it take? They could probably film five episodes in in one day. And you're talking to six year olds, so you don't even have to be like honest or right about right. stuff. You can just make it up as you go. Remember what was that like two years ago? He released that Twitter video, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's so touching." But I mean, if you grew up with it, I can understand that. That's true. But to I me. I can't think of anything, I guess, like everything I was into as a kid, I guess it would be like if Mr. Rogers were still alive. And yeah. Like, hey, sorry I left you guys, you know, here's how, or whatever. I guess That's a it, perfect analogy. Actually. I guess it would be the same thing, because Mr. Rogers was, that was it when I was a kid. Yeah, he was my childhood dude. Did, you ever, did you ever see the Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks? I didn't, no, because I didn't want to. I didn't, you know, I was worried that it would do something. It didn't, but it didn't really, it didn't really have a lot to do with his TV show. It was more about like, a, like a certain part of his private life. It oh. was, I didn't really like it that much because I didn't really learn anything hmm. about Mr. Rogers. 
Uh, it was on this day, Wood, just last year. A few moments ago, Buckingham Palace announced the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. The Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. That was just a year ago. Yeah. Seems like it was way longer than that. Well, because then there was like the weird, like no one was in charge, and then Prince Charles, or I guess King Charles now, then got elevated. But they don't they don't actually make any political decisions, right? Like they're just kind of like the figurehead of the country. Yeah, I don't think so anymore. I think they're pretty much just going around, you know, hitting it, a few mall openings, and that was, kind of thing. I was thinking about that <laughs> mall openings. I was thinking about this just the other day for some odd reason. Like, do they get a paycheck? Or is there just this gigantic bank account of money? That they draw from. Because I was thinking about... I don't know why I was thinking about this. I think I was thinking about them buying a car or something. I don't yeah. know what it was. And I was like, did they just have... Like, was he like, oh man, all right, come Friday, I'm getting that check, I'm going to go get me a car. Right. Or do they just have... Like, how does the royal family get paid, I guess is what I'm asking. Well, I'm, they, they've got to get... It's from some... I mean, they obviously own a ton of land, right? With the castles and whatnot. Right. And I, again, mall openings do pay a little something. Uh, in. Cutting that... T- cutting that... Uh, Ribbon? Yeah, with the big scissors. Giant scissors. <laughs> well, giant scissors ain't free, though. Capital. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. That's actually a pretty interesting question. I just wondered, like, how does that even work? Because like, I knew when old What's-His-Nuts and Meghan Markle there succeeded or whatever they did. Succeeded? Yeah. Succeeded? They lost, they lost money and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, But how? That's I all I'm at. I, I tell you what, if it would have been taxes... No wonder our forefathers got the hell out of there. <laughs> right? I don't think so. Uh, Wood, I got only one birthday for you today, and she is absolutely one of my favorites. So where's your best if you are wrong? In all the right ways, all the underdogs. We will never be, never be. Oh, I love this song. Pink. I am just, I am a huge Pink fan. Just, I, th- I think she doesn't get the credit she deserves, man. Like, she's been around for, I don't know, 25 years. Mm-hmm. She's had like 12 number one hits. She was just in the cities like a couple months ago, and a ton of people on my social media went. Yeah, and everybody said it was just an amazing show. Yeah. She's another one of these. I just wish people would just stop talking politics on social media, though. Yeah, I do too. I no clue how old she is, though. I'm going to guess she has been around a hot minute. I'm going to say she's like. 52? Oh my gosh. Dude. She's 44. Get out of here. She's Louise. You, you know, I, I met her like when I, one of her first songs had come out in Austin, Texas, and I got a little dance from her on stage. Excuse me, sir? That's right. She was like, Did you, do you guys know? And my name was Boogie on the radio. Yeah. Time. And she was like, do you guys know Boogie? And of course, like no one cheered. <laughs> But she had me sit on a chair on stage and did like a little dance for me. Get out of here. Dude, it was one of the, I, I, at that moment, I was like, I, I've arrived. Like, radio is it for me. So wait a second. Pink gave you a lap dance yes. and Pitbull open mouth kissed your wife. And I've heard about that like 4,000 times, but this is the first time I've heard no about this. Because no one ever believes me about the Pink thing. But she wasn't like a major, huge superstar at the time. Like, she mm. had one song on the radio that was a hit. And so... And I don't know, I was a pretty decent looking dude. Maybe she was trying to hit on me, but I was so intimidated I didn't realize. You could have shot your shot. And no one ever believes me that it happened because there was no phones with cameras at the time to t- to document this. You could have been Mr. Pink. Right. Mm. I, I'm not tough enough to be her husband. No. She's she's way tougher than I am. She would have ground you down into salt by now. <laughs> All right, Wood, and uh, that's it for birthdays. If it's your birthday, I want to wish you a happy birthday as well. 